morning, everyone. This is Danny, and this is the Morning Bliss with Danny podcast. I am so excited you are here today, tuning in to another episode of mine. So I thank you so much if you are here. Anyway, guys, I'm so excited. I just want to get started right away with today's topic. We are actually going to talk about a word of the year. Um, I really want to tell you about why I choose to do a word to um, really guide myself throughout the year and why I think maybe you would enjoy this process if you don't already use it in your own life and really kind of what it is. You know, some people have maybe never heard of this practice or if you have, you've maybe never implemented it. And so I really want to dig into those few ideas with you today. So let's get started with that. So for starters, you know, what is a word of the year? And like I said, if you've never heard of it, that's okay, because I actually kind of stumbled upon it, you know, a few years ago. And I was like, you know what, I don't really know, but we'll we'll find out kind of what this is. And it's really been an awesome practice that I've implemented every single year since then. So let's kind of roll back here a little bit. Um, About a few years ago, I was in a really low place it was just really hard. And my husband and I were going through a lot. We were fighting a lot and we were just in this really low place. We were actually, um, just busy. Let's put it that way. (laughs) I mean, yes, everybody's busy, but it just seemed like life was just kind of overflowing, full of things happening. I was in nursing school. My husband was working. We had unfortunately made some choices that ended up having where we were living with my parents again. And one shout out to my parents. They were very amazing for loving on us during that time. But um, we were just very busy with things that were going on that, of course, created stress and havoc, which brought on a lot of hurtful things within our marriage. And really, as in hurtful, as in just a lot of fighting and a lot of sleepless nights, and you just want to do better, and you just don't know how to get out of that rut. And so that was just kind of a harder year for our relationship. We had just had our third baby that year as well. And so lots of emotions, lots of things. And so really, um, towards the end of that year after everything, I was like, okay, I can't do this. I can't live like this. And if you know me personally, I am a (laughs) normally very positive, upbeat person. There's always a smile. You know, I'm usually always like a laughy, kind of crazy person. And that's just who I am. So being sad and depressed and lonely is not in my forte. It's It takes a lot for me to get to that place. And when you're in that place, I understand it takes a lot of work to get out of it. And it truly has. It really was. So in the end of that year, you know, you're sitting here and you think about all the things that happened throughout the year. And you're like, I just want to do better. And so most people at that point make resolutions, which of course I've always done. The problem with resolutions is you never seem to fulfill them. Did you know that less than 8% of people actually live out or choose to go through whatever resolution they have made for that year? Less than 8%. And that just seems so crazy to me, but at the same time, so true because that that's what happens. It really is. You start the year off really strong. This is your year. You are going to make it. And something happens and you just fall off the wagon. It, it just no more. It doesn't exist. So I really started to think about how could I change it? And at this point in my life, this is when I really started to get into personal development. And one of these pieces was a word of the year. And to be honest, I I couldn't tell you where I found it. Um, But once I did, you know, it kind of became that thing that you saw all the time. Kind of like the example of a new car. When you get that car, boy, you see your car, your color, the make everywhere. And that's exactly what this was. You know, you just end up finding more about it and you see a lot of information about it. And honestly, if you were to go look up word of the year right now, you could find a ton, you know, between Google and Pinterest and 
lots of awesome resources on how to do it. But really, I really wanted to share with you guys my take on it for it too. So, um, so back to the story here. So in 2017, you know, I started that year and I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I need to start off better. What do I do? So I had seen this word of the year and I picked change. And of course, easy word, right? Like change, things need to change. So I really set the goal of change. And for that year, I decided to go out and make things happen for my life. And let me tell you, it did. Oh my goodness. We had so much change that happened that year. We were able to get out of my parents' house. We were able to secure jobs that have financially set us so far for our life. And we were able to just make better changes for our marriage. And our kids, you know, got to start something new. And we just got to do different things. And it all kind of related to the change I had wanted in our life. And so I was so excited that this process, for me at least, had worked in a way that I just stayed mentally focused throughout the year. And so as we progressed, you know, through things, we just worked on different pieces. And then, you know, a new year starts and you pick a new word. And so to fast forward a little bit, 2020 you know, was last year, of course. And so I had picked intentional. So intentional living for last year as my word. And really, you would have never thought that COVID would have given you that opportunity to do that. And it did. It gave me the opportunity to actually be intentional with so much of my time. And I think it really did for everybody, whether you choose a word or not. A lot of people became more intentional last year with the things that were important. You really put down the busyness of life and you picked up the pieces that we have all been missing recently, I feel like in our social or, you know, just crazy lives recently. And so for that, you know, that was an amazing process, yet somehow it just felt right. It felt like the right word to have. And so, you know, I was more intentional with friends. I was more intentional with family. And I've now, you know, rekindled or have better relationships with people in my life than I ever have before. And I probably never would have thought possible without really putting forth the effort. And it was something that had to be truly valuable and important for me to want to work on. So here is my word for 2021. 2021 is discipline. Now, I'm going to say a couple things about this word because it will resonate into what I want to say later for you guys as you possibly pick out a word for you. So discipline for me to start was really the goal and the mindset of doing better this year. Now, not just doing better, you know, just to say I did better, but to actually follow through and end what I have started. And discipline for me hugely is just to make sure I am grounded and I do and I say and I finish what I start, say, or do. And guys, so far, <laughs> let me tell you, it's, it's been a good start because that word has been so good because I came up with this podcast idea a couple months ago and when discipline came, I didn't like the word. I had thought about it. I sat there and I talked about it probably for about a week to my husband saying, you know, I don't know if this is the right word. And the reason I really want to say that is because discipline can mean two things. You know, a lot of people know discipline as what I just said, you know, sticking through something or discipline can also feel negative because it's a form of punishment. 
And I really struggled with the word because I didn't want to feel negative about the energy that I had. And I also did not want to have negative emotions in the things that I was working towards. So I really, really struggled. Now, granted, yes, there is a billion words out there and I could have chose any other word. But for whatever reason, discipline constantly kept coming back. So I knew that needed to be my word no matter what. As much as I tried to say, I'll choose this word or I'll choose this word. I still always came back to discipline. So discipline is my word for 2021. And you know what, guys? I'm so excited to see what it will do this year because I have set so many different goals or tones on how I want this year to go. And so I'm really excited to see what discipline will do for me. So let's get, you know, kind of talk about here what it could look like for you. So picking a word of the year actually is... I want to say it's simple, but it's really not as simple of a process as it sounds. Really, for me, how I've done this is even if you want to right now, if you've never done this, either mentally think about or take a piece of paper out when you have time, you know, and come back and listen to this episode then. But take a piece of paper out or mentally think about what went well last year. And if you want to not think about last year because it was COVID and you can just kind of scratch that year off, that's fine. That's okay. Let's start again. Let's do 2019, the year what felt like normal, okay, before everything kind of went chaotic. So take that year, whichever year you decide, and what went really well that year? What didn't? Take time and think about that for a minute. Okay, so as you think about those things, I want you to really take those feelings into consideration as you're going through the process. If things went really well, Are they things that you are now set with? Like, are you done? Are you done with the thoughts of what went well? They were good. They're finished. Or are they thoughts that you would like to keep moving forward? If they're thoughts that you want to keep moving forward, I strongly suggest putting that on your list of things you want to achieve this year. Now, think about the things that were harder or things that were too much to handle or things that just didn't go well. Um, Like I said, one big example for me was time. Time was a big thing for me last year. Um, the relationship with my husband, the relationship with my family, things like that, you know, where things needed to be better. Like they, yeah, they have their great moments and they have their bad moments, but they always could have been improved. So take those ideas and those thoughts with you and let's think about your word here. So as you think about your word, and like I said, there's a million words out there, which really a lot of them can resonate in so many different ways. And it's really hard to decipher just one. So I really want to take a moment here and I want to ask you these few questions to help you decide on a word. Okay, you ready? Question number one. Okay, and I like I said, I want you to either mentally think about this or come back to this. But question number one, who do you want to be? I want you to really think about who you as a person is. Are you happy with where you are? Could you improve yourself? Or are you, you know, like in... A lot of self-love is out there right now, and that is awesome. I want you to totally love yourself and who you are. But of course, we all know that there is room for improvement, and no matter what we do, we can always be better people. We can always be better versions of ourselves, doing 1% better every day. So who do you want to be? Okay? Second question, what really matters to you? You know, is it your time? Is it love? Is it relationships? What really matters to you? The next question I have for you is, will you be happy with how you have spent your time? 
you know, and this comes kind of back to if you're a business owner or even, you know, just personally, if you do things like calendar audits, I don't know if any of you have heard of that. I've just recently heard of that and kind of looked into that. I'll talk about that maybe on another episode. But like a calendar audit, you kind of go back, you know, and see what happened and whatever. This is kind of that same thing. Instead of events, you think about, you know, things, people, places, whatever that has happened in your life that made you feel the way that you do right now. So are you happy with how you spent your time? Um, The next question is, what have you learned about yourself? Were there things that you did this year that, you know, you learned that maybe you didn't know about yourself beforehand? Um, I've really found this out a lot more recently. You know, I used to be, you know, I'm a very usually happy person, like I said, but um, it's just like you now are more in touch with your feelings a little bit more about who you are, what are things that make you happy, what are things that make you sad. You know, you're just a little bit more in tune with who you are spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, And then the next question is, what do you still need to learn? You know, do you sit and talk to yourself negatively a lot? Could you be more positive with yourself? Are you fearful of what is happening around you? You know, like, are you in school? Are you in a job that you're just fearful of rejection or of hurt or of mistakes? And and I really want you to think about how you are going to overcome that. You know, how do you want to be better this year because of those feelings? And so anyway, you know, there's a lot of great words out there, like I said, that you can start with. Um, and so really let's talk about some of those words. These are some words that I found that I felt were great starter words if you've never done this before. And so I want to share some of these. One is worth. Another is balance. Everybody could always use a little bit more balance. Another one is growth. You know, could you grow into something better this year? Another is calm. Maybe things have been just so crazy because of 2020 that you just need some calm this year. You need to remember what it's like to relax. And another one is enlightened. You know, maybe there's something new you want to try. Maybe you're going to be enlightened by something different. Um, Passion. Maybe you have such a passion for something and you haven't done it yet, and this is your year. You are going to get after it. You are going to do it. Um, Another one that I found was ambition or renew or slow. You know, maybe things just need to slow down. And so, you know, there's just so many, many great words with so many feelings, definitions, you know, and you can find all of these words. And as you list out words when you are doing this, you know, just remember, don't overthink it. As hard as that is to say, because you do, you end up overthinking a lot and you're like, this isn't it. This isn't my word. Or you're just like, but I like this word more or I like this one less or whatever it is. Just know that when you are going through this, it's a process. It's not supposed to be done overnight. And that leads me actually into saying, you know, kind of like what I said about discipline earlier. Okay. And I said, you know, it had negative feelings. Okay. I really want you, when you choose to narrow down your words, think about, say, you know, maybe a handful, maybe even less, maybe like three. And think about those words and think about them overnight. Do not choose your word in one day because this is, I'm not even necessarily wanting to say it's pressure, but it's like, this is your theme for the year. This is what you want to work towards. These are the things that are important to you. And, you know, there is so many words that, yes, there's not probably a super perfect word, but there is a word that just feels right. And of course, if it changes, it changes. And that's okay. That's okay. There's no perfect rhyme or reason to how this is done. There really isn't. It's just a simple practice that I take to take on my year. 
It just guides me along the way. And so, you know, I found this quote actually by Samuel Beckett that I thought was super well with choosing words. And the quote is, words are the clothes thoughts wear. And I really thought that resonated well with today's episode because the thoughts that we have and as we are taking our thoughts and feelings into play as to how we're going to choose a word, it's so true because the word that we choose are the clothes that our thoughts wear. And so, you know, it's just, it's so important to think about who you are, your vision, your goals, your mindset, your mental health as you go into your new year. And so, like I said, it's literally become the best version and the best part of my life because I have noticed significantly better things, more positive things have happened in my life. And it's usually because somehow my mindset is set on doing it. And that's, Hugely what I was going to say, guys, about this is it doesn't give you an option to fail. And the reason I say that is because you can fail. Yes, of course you can fail. Everybody fails and that's okay. But really, you don't get the option of failing because you get to grow. You get to change. You get to do whatever you want into this word. And it's not going to be a failing option to not get back up and do it again. Because for me, think about it like this. This is a great example, I would think. You want to sit here and you want to stop fighting with your husband, okay? Like me, I could sit there and say that was my big thing for 2017. I wanted to stop fighting with my husband, okay? Well, I can't sit there and make a goal and say I will not fight with my husband again. That's not true because I will. We are imperfect people. We have an imperfect marriage. That yes, I'm going to fight with him again, but am I still going to try and be a better communicator, a better listener, a better partner, and try to do better for him. Absolutely. Yes. So when my word was change, it was to change myself too, to realize that I can look at his side too. I can be on his side too. Not everything's about me. Not everything's about how I feel. His feelings are in consideration too. There's two people to this. So yes, it gives you the option to fail because guess what? I fought with my husband. I failed. However, I got to be a different, better person because of the change that I made. So as you think about that, guys, you know, I really, like I said, want you to think about it positively because it is, it's a positive outlook for your life throughout the year. And I'm so excited that I am able to share all of this with you guys, to share all of my, I guess, pieces of my life (laughs) that have worked really well. And I am just really curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. And so with that, you know, we're kind of coming to the end of this episode here. Um, You know, I just kind of want to recap everything that we talked about. One, you know, we talked about the importance of a word of the year, you know, and that's just to set a positive intention into the new year. And, you know, why I chose to do it is because, you know, and I I brought up my husband a lot this episode, so sorry, babe. Um, But it's because, you know, he was my big motivator. My marriage has been a huge, important piece of my life, and I really wanted to do better in it. And so that year that we were just struggling so hard, I just needed a change. And, you know, like I said, my first word of that year was change. And it's just been a great implementation into my life because, like I said, I don't get the option of failure. And so, and lastly, you know, guys, I talked a little bit about different words that could possibly be great starter words for you and why I think it's important for you to possibly do it. You know, it's a good outlook. It's a good 
kind of like roadmap, you know, for your life into the new year, you know, and whether you choose the same word again next year, that's okay. I've seen, you know, plenty of times where people have chosen the same word again and again because it meant that much. They were still working on it and it still resonated with the goals and the mindset that they had at that time. And that's okay. So, you know, if you guys take on this practice, I will be so excited to hear all about it. And of course, if you already do this, I totally want to hear about it. I want to hear how you choose your word of the year. What are the steps? What are the processes or what are the thoughts, feelings, anything that you do to decide what your word will be, you know, and then (laughs) I'm always curious, how do you find your word? Do you look in a dictionary? Do you look in a thesaurus? Because, you know, I'm just really curious. There's so many words and finding the right word always feels so interesting. But you know, if you need help along the way, of course, definitely reach out if you'd like to. If not, There's great resources out there. You can Google all of this. You can Pinterest it. And there is so many great techniques or different ideas or different even questions to ask yourself how you come up with these words. And so, you know, if like I said, if this is a practice you choose to take on, that is awesome. I'm so proud of you. I think it will be a great step in your life. And if not, that's okay. I'm just really happy you were here to listen to this episode and maybe give it some thought in your life. I think it's great that you are here. So with that, I challenge you, if you have not done this practice, to pick a word and take it headstrong this year as you move forward. Otherwise, have a fantastic week, everyone. Thank you again for joining my episode, and I will see you again soon. 